Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Hey everyone, welcome to Facebook Marketing 101 for Chiropractors. It's not Facebook anymore, it's marketing in general. And this week, very special guests, uh, Sean and Lacey from the Black Diamond Club, my, my coaches for years. Um, and we wanted to talk about the power of coaching and what the difference is of having a coach and uh, trying to do this by yourself, trying to navigate the waters by yourself. Lots of different programs out there, online, virtual, uh, in-person, uh, calls, but uh, I was hoping you guys could tell uh, with helping so many people over the years, uh, what's the difference maker by having a coach and and trying to forge through things by yourself? I'll start no, off. Gonna, I, wanna... I already know what you're saying. No, you don't. <laughs> um, because I, I'll start off by not answering that question, but oh. I think something that is really important, um, maybe to define from the outside, is there's coaching and there is mentorship. It's And they're two different things. And so I think that um, to begin the discussion, maybe we should sort of define what those things are, because I see a lot of people sort of confuse the terms. And then um, they kind of use because they're confused, or maybe even intentionally, because this is marketing 101 for chiropractors, maybe from a marketing standpoint, they attempt to confuse the, the public to get people to make certain choices or decisions. So first of all, you have a coach who is someone who is guiding the direction. If you think about sports, um, you have a head coach. You have an offensive line coach if we're in football, a defense, uh, defensive coordinator. You have a bunch of coaches who are guiding certain parts. And here's one of the key components of this. The key thing about this is to be a coach, you don't have to have done the thing. Super important mm. to be a coach. There's many coaches um, in that NBA, professional. yeah, that, yeah. That, or that didn't win a championship yeah. or maybe never made it to the NBA. Now, most of them played basketball, right. but a lot of times people are like, well, why would you want to have a coach that has never, um, you know, mastered Facebook ads in this case? Like, well, because they've mastered a lot of things in marketing and they understand Facebook ads and can guide you. Right. And maybe for their particular situation, there was never really a need to master Facebook ads. But then on the flip side, you have mentorship. Mm. Now, mentorship is um, somebody giving you advice based off of their um, their previous uh, experience. experience. Yeah. Um, and I always say this, look, a lot of times mentors do not make good coaches. Mm. And if you're, a, if you're a basketball fan, little known fact, Patrick Ewing, right? He uh, was a, is a Hall of Famer for the New York Knicks center, um, played at Georgetown. He's now the head coach at Georgetown and he's terrible. Like he, so he's a great player. Um, but Georgetown Hoyas are like, they've lost like the most consecutive um, uh, conference games like ever. But you, they have Patrick Ewing. This is like, this man so is- So you would think automatically think great. like he would be great. Yeah. And so I always say, if you were a quarterback- and you wanted to have a mentor, you would want Tom Brady to be your mentor. Right. But you may not want Tom Brady to be your coach. He I may not be, coach, but he may not be. He may not be a good coach <laughs> mm-hmm. just because he did the thing. And so sometimes we confuse that. So we're like, hey, um, why would you want to work with Lacey? Lacey's never had a beauty salon. Right, but she right. can coach you. She can't mentor you because she can't say, look, you're going to get tripped up when the color guy comes and tries to sell you this type of thing. That's mentorship. Coaching, 
would be giving you the guidance from the sidelines that coordinate the plays. Most great coaches, coaches actually haven't done the thing that they are doing. Well, it's interesting you, you make that distinction because I'm listening to you talk and I think about like, so a coach has the ability to look at your business in a way that you wouldn't see it because of their skill and understanding. Yeah, of, it is a skill. It's a skill and an understanding, right? Whereas mentorship is, I'm going to show you a perspective because of what I experienced. I already had it. I yeah, already had I it. I did this. So that's a great distinction. So sorry about that, Enrico. But I, I do know what you would podcast, say if you podcast actually, hijacked already. I know. I do know what you would say if you actually had the. We're going to answer the question. You should probably let it. It's I know. Enrico's I'm going show. To talk. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it's all good. Wayne Gretzky was a horrible coach of the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, I hear you. And I've learned since I coach. You know, I've been coaching chiropractors and actually a couple non. Is that I was a mentor. And I realized that, and I was a really good mentor. And then um, I started coaching. I, I'm like, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know the waters that you're in, but this is what I would do, or this is I, I absolutely know exactly what you should do right now. And that's where it kind of took off. And now I'm getting, like, literally in a month, more coaching clients is because I've turned into that coach. I'm no, no longer nice. mentoring. I'm not going to run your ads for you anymore. I just don't have time for that. But I realized I was mentoring. And uh, and trying to sell a coaching thing, it, it's and uh, perfect. I love this. That's why you could talk the whole time. This is great. Um, <laughs> that that's the whole point about coaching. So yeah, and we there's had definitely guy, a difference. You know, started between... neuropathy, and he just uh, doubled his practice. He was doing fifty thousand a month. He just did a hundred, but he was coaching with me last year and took a break for a couple months because he had his first baby, and then I, he just hopped right back onto coaching today. And that's why I'm, I'm telling you this. He's like, hey, I collected an extra $42,000 last month because of everything you were telling me about how to run neuropathy. And here I am in my practice, still have not launched neuropathy. I don't know anything about it. And uh, so that's how you know your coaching is because you know the path that they should take and uh, help them decrease the 100 steps to 10 so that they can complete those 10 steps and get there. Well, and that's what I that's what I thought Sean was going to say as the answer because you asked like why does somebody need a coach and we talk about this all the time it's increasing your speed and velocity to success right so like a really good coach has the ability to like you said look at something that would require you to take a hundred steps if you did it on your own and decrease that down to ten right and so I think that that's such an important component because a really good coach will will actually see things in a way that you would have never thought of and never been able to see. And it allows you to bypass all of the unnecessary work, time, energy, money that you would be putting into something in order to learn, in order to see what they're already telling you, right? We have their clients all the time. They're like, well, I'm running into this issue, or I'd like to get from A to Z. Um, how quickly can I get there? And we can give them a direct path instead of the path that they were going to take that was... Uh, very long and arduous, you know? Yeah. Uh, where do you guys see, yeah, where do you guys see this year going? Where do you see the marketing uh, efforts going towards moving in the next 12 months and, and how, are, you know, relationships, building relationships and how the people are responding to, I think we're officially in, in you know, inflation and recession and yada, yada, yada. But how do we, how do you see us marketing moving forward uh, in the next year? Well, I will also add in in non-response to the question that all great coaching advice, <laughs> all great coaching advice is counterintuitive because if it were intuitive, you'd be doing it, right? And so I hope that a lot of our answers are 
counterintuitive. Um, Enrico has just officially announced that we are in a recession. I think the whole world would agree with you. I mean, I don't know we've, when we're we we say this all the time. Like we've been in a recession. So for everybody listening out there, you also need to cut the worry about what's gonna happen with the economy because you've already been it's doing happening. it's already happening. <laughs> it's been happening. It's been happening. So the things that you're doing, if you're successful now, you'll be successful whether they re- like announce a recession or not. But I, I will say this to, in, in response to the question that um you know Oh, I, you're actually gonna I'm respond a, to the question. I'm a big believer in moving up market. Listen, high net worth individuals are affected. Everyone is affected by an economic downturn. But when your net worth is, you know, five million dollars and you lose 20% of your net worth, a million dollars is a lot, but you still have 4 million. You still have buying power. When your net worth is $100,000 and you lose 20%, now your net worth is 80000 and your buying power starts to feel constrained you, because you, you people, and, if, and more so the lower you go. And so I think moving your ideal client, um, your, your socioeconomic demographic of who you're targeting up market is still a very wise piece of counsel. And as far as marketing is concerned, you know, I want to re-recommend the book. I've been recommending this book for, gosh, probably 10 years now. Um, people always ask, like, what book should I read? When you go on Amazon, you look at our book, you look at none of your business. It's always paired with Book Yourself Solid. I never see it paired with this book. So I don't know if people aren't hearing this, but you really need to read um, Pendulum. Oh, it's yeah. called Pendulum. And here's the great news for everybody. 2023, the year that we're starting, is the peak. It's the it's the peak of the we society. So, you know, group marketing, marketing towards communities, building community, we are at the height of your ability to do that. I mean, and this is statistical all the way back. They trace this back to as far back historically as they go, all these 40-year societal swings, um, pendular swings between the me society and the we society. And 2023 is the peak of this. Now, what that means, Means is 2024, we begin to see a downslide. But people kind of um, that know the work, they ask me, well, what are we going to do next year? Well, 2024 will look just like 2022, right? Because it's pendular. So we are going to be able to stay with these marketing strategies for the foreseeable future. I mean, we have a good probably five-year run before we actually feel that, that shift. But we have a good 20-year run before we've brought that pendulum back to neutral between the me and the we. Um, and for probably most of people that are watching, that will be the cycle of your career. And so I think you're very wise to move up market. That means raising prices. That means marketing to the up market. Lacey and I had an opportunity. One thing I haven't shared, even in BDC or anywhere, but um, you know, this year in 2023, through our Quest 7 group, uh, we were able to broker this deal for private aviation. And early in the year, I think January 2nd, we took a flight from Boca to Jacksonville. And in in the private hubs in the in in the in the um in the hangars, they have different marketing there. So Way there's there's TV screens that you could get on. There's magazines that are for private aviation. And if you were, I, I would imagine all the luxury living magazines. But I would imagine it's like, not that hard different. to get into that, like yeah. right. So it's not like Coca Cola and Ford are trying to get into that. So. That would be another thing to consider, maybe looking at your local small airport where, where the private aviation flies to um, and going and talking to them about potentially being able to offer something there. And 
I think those strategies are great, but I would also add, because Enrico did bring it up, was the idea of of relationships. Oh. But I, I want to, I just want to change the perspective of that a little bit, because we talk a lot about building relationships in the community and relationship capital. But when people are tightening down on their dollars, that means that recommendations, testimonials, and endorsements from people that they love go way further and they hold way more weight, right? I mean, people always listen to their friends like, oh, this is the doctor I go to. Oh, this is the tennis coach I have. Or, oh, this is the therapist I use. But like when people are like, should I spend money here? They're going to listen even more to the people that are in their closest circles. So like going all in on getting more like recommendations from your patients, testimonials, and getting endorsements from key influencers over your ideal client, that's going to go way further when people are tightening down on their dollars. What? Enrico, one time on the None of Your Business podcast, <laughs> asked this guy a question, and he literally spoke for 20 minutes. No, this is great, guys. Don't feel bad. This is odd. This is why they, There's two they don't want to hear my voice anymore. Trust me. They don't want to hear this. They want to hear you. This is good. And you know what? There's two when, of us. When, when, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Uh, when, when, you know, you talked about um, these, these, these ideas are, are in entrepreneur world, brilliant. In chiropractic world, I don't know if we're just semi-missing some brain cells, but when it comes to like doing this stuff and moving up market, it's like trying to move a cinder block, you know, with your pinky for chiropractors because they just don't understand what that means. They, they think they've been doing that the whole time. They're like, I don't judge patients by their income. And I'm like, no, you you don't, but uh, but maybe you should have some some strategies on how to attract higher net worth and then it becomes this whole you know pro bono thing and like uh service to the community thing it's it's kind of funny but then when you talk to people outside of the industry that move you know sandwiches or commodities they're like oh that that's genius yes i'm gonna focus more and they're like i already do that i go straight to the more expensive neighborhoods i go you know they they know what they're doing but for chiropractors, it's kind of funny. It's almost a turnoff for some of them. They're like, why are you even recommending that? I'm like, I don't know, because I care about your business more than you do, I guess. But that's good because, yeah. um, first of all, we need people to service, right? Because we, and, and especially for chiropractic, Lacey and I, being chiropractors, we need every man, woman, and child to have access. So we need some people that are doing, you know, even pro bono work. Right. But in order to do pro bono work, you, you, you know, I you would have assume have you have to have money else, to live. Right? Self, yeah, right. But survive. at the same time, this is good news because for anybody who's remember the counterintuitive advice for anybody who's on the fence, what we're I mean, and remember this book is so popular, the blue ocean strategy. Well, yeah, this like is well, this is total blue ocean. You know why? Because Enrico just said your competitors refuse to move up market. So when you do move up market, you are now swimming in a blue ocean. There's no competition there. And here's one last thing I want to say in response to what Enrico said, you know, like, well, I don't judge people based on their, you know, their income or their ability to pay. But here's the deal. I got to tell you something. Um, people are judging you. I mean, people are looking around your waiting room and people are judging. People are judging how you're dressed. People are judging the car that you drive. And you may not like it. I'm not here to say my way is the only way. But listen, people do do that. People judge you by the way that you look, by the way you dress. And the unfortunate thing is that people associate, for example, research shows people associate wearing a tie with being more competent and credible. And so if you don't want to adopt the societal norms, 
because you know you're you know uh, 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 swimming upstream. You're you're in you you're you're the what do you call that? The um, you always take the opposite, not a conspiracy theorist, but you have like, the like the black sheep antagonist. Like a... Yeah, well, you just always want to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Well, then you do things like that. Like I'm just going to wear yoga pants. I mean, and, and that's a like chiropractic. Not against full, the grain in chiropractic. Not against the grain in chiropractic. <laughs> it's against the grain in healthcare. It's just against the grain of what the societal norms are. I was talking to a client of mine too this weekend. How come you get to talk forever? <laughs> because we already Enrico gave me permission. Yes. Well, we were so. talking. We, we were talking about even you know this whole day one, day two thing. Where did we get that? There's there's no other healthcare professions where you like the dentists aren't doing. So day weird. one, day two. That and we, was, are, we no, always say like we want to be Amy's. like. That. It was an insurance strategy because you get to pay you charge double. Oh, I didn't know that. The, oh, well, that's, that's there you go. That's what I was told a long time ago by some of the chiropractors that I worked for. Is that oh, that's when um, another the pay. management companies would actually start talking about it because it's like two exams. It's another pay. Oh. Right. Uh-huh. So you can actually charge versus one exam fee, extended exam fee. You actually have two built in and an adjustment on the second day. Yeah. And some of these medical codes are, are telling I'm, I'm uh, to do more of the re-exam codes and virtual consults and prequals for medical providers more so now because they're like you can bill for it because right. the virtual thing is all. Uh, payable now thanks to 2020 right so and i found that interesting I'm like wow that look they're doing it too yep yep um it's interesting you were talking about pu- like pushing a boulder uphill with your pinky because i always think about that like where did that come from that chiropractors are so scared to you know raise their prices prices or go up market and i the, i think it i mean obviously there's a lot of fear we talk to a lot of docs that are fearful of you know leaving other clients behind or people not being able to have access to them but majority of people that i talk to it's totally a money thing it's absolutely a thing that where they don't feel like they could charge that dollar amount for the service that they offer and i'm reading this book right now about money because i'm always reading books about money change my mindset and it talks about all the different viewpoints of money and how some people, it, when they begin to understand money, can recognize that money is is it only has an inherent value, the inherent value you give it because it's paper and it's printed on. But the reality of it is, is it's a promise. So I'm promising that if I give you $5,000 for a care plan, I'm asking for the promise back of what you're going to provide me. And what I was realizing when I was talking to my clients is that Sometimes they don't believe that they can deliver on the promise mm. of $5,000 worth. And so it's not, I can't, I can't move up market. I don't know how it's, I'm scared that if I'm going to charge that amount of money, the promise of delivery of what I need to provide is bigger. I owe more and people get nervous about that. And so I always tell people, just take an exercise and figure out what are you promising people in exchange? Change for that dollar amount, and do you really believe you can deliver on it? Because if you can, why can't you move up market? And why can't you charge five thousand dollars or six thousand dollars? Or we have clients that charge twelve thousand dollars for the neuropathy stuff, right? So I think it's something important to look at. Great, great tips. Yeah, I mean that's that's the strategy of moving forward, and and then that's what a coach does for you is they tell you, okay, great, let's let's move on to the next. Now is the time. That's. Um, you know, my story, I'll just share really quick with you guys, just 2022. I mean, I'm going to put this in the record books. I, <clears throat> just the moves I made, how fast I made them are just, I would think my entire career. Some of these goals were like five years prior to retirement. I wish I had what I have in 2022. 
Um, so you just, you just fast forwarded my career, which I'm 15 years into, um, to, to catch up to where I thought I was going to be when I'm 55. So that, that's pretty, and I'm only 27, by the way, but, um, um, just to go that far, uh, that's, that's pretty sweet. Owning our own building or owning other properties, uh, having investments in things I didn't think I would have outside of chiropractic so that you can start creating that outside wheel. Um, just, just really smart stuff. And that, that was all 12 months. So that's pretty that's pretty cool stuff. And that's what a good coach does. Your mentors are your friends and your groups and your accountabilities. Those are great too. You hold each other accountable, you move forward and you mentor in the same way, but a good coach is just going to cut those corners and get you going. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thanks guys. Really appreciate your time. Anything else? Any bonus? Um, well, yeah, I would just say, you know, since we're talking coaching, hopefully you got stimulated to find a coach and then the next step is you have to actually take that leap. Do. You have to do, you have to you know, <laughs> jump into it. And so, you know, Enrico comes on and talks to you guys on a, on a regular basis and provides you value. Imagine what that would look like to be able to have even more access. Right. Podcasts are great. Communities, Facebook groups are great. But being able to speak to somebody, that's how you accelerate because it becomes personalized. It becomes individualized. You develop a relationship and they have an intimate knowledge of your business. So I just want to encourage people, you know, as you're listening and especially when it comes to marketing in the chiropractic space, you know, reach out to Enrico. Um, take this podcast as your sign from the universe that this is the time for you to jump into coaching. Great, great advice. And every good coach has a great coach. I mean, that's just how it all, it's a, it's a linear effect. I mean, we all, we all do that stuff as well. So if I don't know, somebody knows, and then it's passed back on to the client, which is great. You don't have to do this by yourself. That's the, this profession. I, I love it so much that I always try not to cry, but we all just sit there and drag and try and help one spine at a time. You're not alone. We're all here and there's ways to cut corners and make money. You don't have to charge 10 bucks for an adjustment. It's ridiculous. So uh, do more and have a great year. And there's tons of people out there for you. We're going to be out every week with, again, me trying to guess what you want to hear every Friday. But if you just call me and hire us, we got you going. And then we can uh, focus on your business every single week and dissect what you need to do specifically and, uh, and move forward from that. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun being a coach too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Enrico. Yeah. See you. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.